in a format where people try to always be right, we're comfortable being mostly wrong. Oh, hi. And Ryan Gluinka. Hello. So, yeah, we changed it up a little bit. I'm hosting today. Um, Boo. Matt... Hosted the most. <laughs> no, I'm very excited about this. I like this. I love it. Uh, yeah, Matt didn't have anything this week, so uh, he asked that I do the it. The failure. Yeah. Utter um, failure. It's my comfort yeah. zone, so it feels real good to, like, you know, like really fall into that groove. That well-worn groove, just abject, total lack of success in life. Anyway, proceed. That's dark. It's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, anyway, uh, so we'll just jump right in here. Uh, we've got a lot to discuss, or at least one of us has a lot to discuss. Yeah, and how? Jesus. I just, it, it was a little bit. I wrote a little bit. Well, I'm feeling glad. I, I'm grateful no, for this. I, yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, actually, we should probably change it up a little bit and right. have Matt start. Oh. Oh, no. What? Wait, since he doesn't have anything, <laughs> we'll just go to Ryan anyway, right? All right. <laughs> I can't believe you do- you've done this. Um, yeah. So what you got, Ryan? Well, um, so there's a couple topics on the show notes the past few weeks that I've kind of um, wanted to talk about. Uh, the The first one is, um, I know, Mark, uh, have you ever read uh, any of the comics for Invincible or Walking Dead? Uh, I read how far did, uh, The Walking Dead. I got, I'm trying to remember how far I got. Maybe halfway. Halfway, and then yeah. how? How far in the show did you get? <laughs> uh, how many seasons is it now? Ten. Uh, like it's like a hundred. Like the, the well, <laughs> okay. they, this is the final season. They're actually going to conclude the series. Right, right. That I knew. Um, no, we. I think the season right after they introduced Negan. Okay. Uh, we we fell off the show. Yeah. It was so, about the time uh, where uh, what's his well, face? For anybody that hasn't seen the show, we're mega major spoilers. spoilers. Yeah. Mega spoilers, you know, for talking about well, it. Well, so. it's not really a spoiler. <laughs> it's what's his? Uh, it's, the, yeah, it's. I mean, it's like uh, you know, five years ago when this happened. Well, I show, thought you, you were going to allude to like how he was introduced and what happened to a certain character. Oh no, I wouldn't do that. Okay, uh, I would. No. They I mean, smashed Glenn's head in. <laughs> All right, so that's spoilers. Skull Don't be afraid. Crushing. Skull crushing. Okay. So the thing is, no, uh, for Ryan's sake, you almost quit the comic though when that happened, right? I wanted to. I think I did for like a week. You definitely took you a know? hiatus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, a somber hiatus. It was uh, really just dark a respectful mourning period. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, and so. Um, and then I read, I read past that. I think probably to like 
doing the reread recently and finishing it, I, I think I was around um, 140-ish or 150 or so. But then watching the series to when it actually happens, um, I have to say it was like glee-tastic, like <laughs> watching the internet and everybody explode. It was kind of like a red scene. wedding moment, right? It was. It was like, ah, oh, yes, here we go. Here's, everyone's <laughs> going to freak out. So Yeah, but I mean... <sighs> The show screwed it up, though. They made they made it a cliffhanger, and you had to wait uh, almost nine months to get to get oh, to that. Point. Really, that sucks. Yeah. So they did. They they did put it at the end of the season. They because they, they if I remember correctly, they introduced him, and they had the um, just like Negan talking. They introduced Negan, but then the actual what happened was the first episode of the next season. Right, but it ends with like the camera looking at ne- up at Negan. You don't know who whose eyes the camera is seeing through, right? Hmm. But then he goes and he cr- crushes the camera. Essentially, did they did they, did they end it on? That's how he uh, ended I, it. I, and I don't then remember you, that. And then but... you cut to like nine months later when the next season came starts, and it wasn't until the end of that episode where you finally get. You finally get that. Oh, so everybody was just like, like, they drew it out. <laughs> yeah, well, they should have yeah, ended it with Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and if, everyone, you could blame Scott Gimble for that. He's the one, uh, you know, driving that train. So, and for me, that was, pr- mm, well, may, that might have been about the beginning of the end of the show for me. Oh, yeah. Like, I think that season right was that the, last, the last one I watched. Um, so I, I actually, there's a coworker uh, that I work with, and um, he fell off a little bit later. But since I had finished the series, Matt, I was able to actually talk about things. Like he was able to describe stuff that happened in the show, and I was describing the way it happened in the comic book. And it was a pretty good like, like oh, they didn't do it that way. And he's like, well, what is this? And like, when did this person? This person's not here. And like, you know when they like killed off a certain character in the comic and they're still alive in the show and stuff. So, yeah, well, I mean, I haven't even really watched the show, so there is, what's his name? He was the lead in death stranding. He was the character model. Do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, um, yeah. Daryl. Um, Does he play Daryl? Daryl. Yeah. Okay. Darryl, yep. Darryl. Yeah. So yeah, like he doesn't even have an analog in the comic. He's an in to- entirely new invention for the TV show. Yeah. So I feel right. like, and he was a huge focus, right? Oh yeah. Well, he is now yeah. because uh, the Rick's... main actor left. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and I don't even know how they could do the rest of the series without Rick. To be honest, I so. mean, based on how the comic finishes. Yeah, yeah, I agree yeah. with you. So why did so you brought up this as a conversation topic? Like, are you wanting to address both things or? Um... Yeah, I don't know why I put spoiler free, and then we're just going to talk about spoilers. So yeah, because... maybe for Mark's sake. Maybe for Mark's sake, because he no. hasn't like you know, because he he hasn't finished it, you know. So I don't want to like ruin the ending of. You're you know, not the... going to ruin it for me. I uh, the ending of The Walking Dead. Yeah. So we could just totally talk about the ending of The Walking Dead, and you wouldn't yeah. care. I don't care. What do you think happens? Okay. What do I think yeah. happens? Yeah. yeah. How do you yeah. think? How do you think? Let's it approach ends? it from that angle. Uh, if you were to take a guess, what do you see as the ending for that series? Not the TV series, but the comic. The comic, yeah. The source. Uh, well, nuke it from orbit, 
That's the only way to be sure. <laughs> Just, you know, fireball the planet. <laughs> yeah, that's a bold maneuver. I don't, they don't do yeah. that. So, okay. Um, <laughs> Aliens. Well, let's, let's look that at it from this way. doesn't happen. Do you think any of the current group of survivors that they're following continue to survive? Um, given how dark the comic is, no. Okay. So you would think it, it's reasonable that none of them carry on? It, honestly, if I... Okay, here's my honest take. They all die, and it's just a planet full of zombies. Yeah. I don't think that's a bad that's, take. That's, that's what that, was, that was my thought as well. You but, know, going to before I started, when I started my reread and, you know, like thinking about where it could end up, that was my thought as well. But you're wrong. That's You've a, never been more wrong. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. good. Uh, good. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now I'm, now I want to know. So, okay. Now you want to know. Okay. Yeah, roughly, um, without going into too many details, like there's a, yet another community, but this community is much more, um, the infrastructure is more like modern day or pre pre uh, walkers. It's basically like they have a fully functioning society again. Like, yeah, it's like what? 50,000 people or something, something like I that. Wait, like, they stumble upon this. They get basically recruited into it. Yeah. Um, Rick does specifically um, because okay. of his leadership abilities. And, um, but anyway, like he gets involved in the local politics there, like with the higher level people. And, you know, there's the best way to put it is he ends up getting killed off by like a no name character, not no name, but a, a character that's very newly introduced. That's like a teenager, like the kid kills him unexpectedly because of, you know, plot stuff. And so Rick dies and that's kind of the last issue. But then they do a time jump and the time jump takes it to Carl in adulthood who has a family yeah. and it's basically the new new wild west basically everything is reset and there's towns reset, and stuff yeah. again and there's still walkers from time to time but most of them aren't it's not as prevalent and so they basically live in you know neo old or wild west that level yeah. of technology you know um everything looks like it's made out of wood you know that's like classic stereotypical right. and negan is still alive and just like doing Negan shit all over the place because I guess he's just a survivor, right? Like he's going to, well, no, he, he's out in that shack by himself. Right. Being yeah. crazy, but yep. But anyway, they've left it open essentially. So mm -hmm. it continues mm -hmm. Carl's story. He does not die. He's still in his like thirties or forties by the time the final issue um, closes and it out. Clo it, yeah. It closes on him reading a story to his daughter. Yeah. So it's actually the surprising amount of like kind of hope or optimism in, in the end, ultimately. Right. Hmm. Not what I was expecting. No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, I texted Matt after I read it and I was like, this was surprisingly beautiful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like the way that it ended. Um, mm. This isn't related to the other thing. Have either of you watched Sweet Tooth? Yes. No. Okay. All right. Well, did you like it at all? Good show. Yeah. It oh is, yeah. It's a great comic. I haven't watched the show yet though. So, Oh, I, the show's good. Okay. Have, do you even know what it is, know. Ryan? Yeah, I've seen the trailer, and um, um, I, I I thought it was interesting, but the the household did not. So, 
Um, <laughs> so your cats don't like it. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so we'll have to see if uh, I can get a revisit on that. Oh, it's fine. So I know that you have to kind of like you have to work that angle if it's something you want to watch. So you got other priorities. Yeah, it's 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 a slow process. Okay. Well, anyway. Speaking of shows that we finished, I finished uh, the season two of Lock and Key last and, night, and it's good. And you never replied to my text about asking you a question concerning lock and key well this is awkward i feel called out um i didn't Mm -hmm. hold on well i'm not gonna (laughs) look at that right now not intentional you should have been more aggressive sarah and i had questions about echoes oh um, as it relates to a certain character all right you might have me at a disadvantage because i mean i've read it six years ago so I don't know. We won't spoil uh, anything now, especially since that yeah. that's Ryan's topic. Ryan, uh, I know we do so many digressions. Um, is there something yeah, you want to touch on directly about the uh, well, stuff? Yeah, well, if, with Invincible, um, I, I basically wanted to talk about this, like, because you finished the first season, right, Mark? Uh, yes, we finished it. Yeah, so in I think we had talked before that uh, at least in our friend group chat that the first season only covers around twelve issues of the comic book. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So um, and like we, well, yeah, what were your thoughts on the first season? Oh, I we I really liked it. Uh, it was I had already known based on our conversations how brutal it is. Yeah. I guess my question for you guys, having had read the comics and seen the show, did the show do a good enough job of relaying what was in the comics? Yeah, it was just a really small portion of it, ultimately. Well, and there there was some divergence um, because um, there were some there was some stuff that happened. I because doing the reread after watching the show. some of the plot lines that happened, they, it wasn't all from one through 12. Like there were some story bits that were like from the teens and the Mm twenties, you know? So like from issue like uh, 20 to 30, you know? And so they kind of like plucked those and put those in so that if they do that for season two, I would imagine they would have like, here's like a main story beat we want to go to and then for all the like the side story angles and stuff for the different episodes they'll pluck you know different around and they might you know figure out how to do that right it seems like he kind of condensed and brought brought in a lot of stuff that happens later because since he has already done all the work it's he figured out a way to kind of reorganize it in a way that flows better in a way okay that's that's a good yeah re re or he reorganized his story and right. that's a good way to say what about it has the, a flow. What about the violence that's in the show? Is that pretty It's one hundred percent faithful. And it's gonna it's okay, gonna ramp 100%. up even more if like based on what they're <laughs> like a lot of people got a kick out of just the title card, like getting blood splattered right. more and more each episode. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. it's not about that, but the whole point of it is it's just to show that the stakes are high and that mm-hmm. like it's a no hold holds bars world. You know, it's almost well, like the boys, like Right. It's like a real take on it, superheroes. Like, yeah, they're going to 
Yeah, you're going to get punched in half and your intestines are going to explode through the air and that's just right. what it would look like. Well, I mean, if, if you had a bunch of Kryptonians on the same planet, you know, fighting each other, you know, they're strong enough to make each other bleed, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Right. So, I think that was his point. That was his take. You and know, turn you normal have... humans into pulp. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, punch through them. But, stuff. I mean, outside of the violence part, did you, you enjoyed the narrative and stuff? Were oh, you... yeah, Sarah and I... Were you surprised by the heel turn at the end, Nolan? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but I kind of could see it coming. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I think it was still done in a a good enough way that it was like... Believable. Believable, believable. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, we really liked it. Yeah. That was one of my favorite moments. I mean, it's obviously the key twist in the comics, the first major twist of what happens, mm-hmm. showing Nolan do that, but then also kind of clearly showing that he how crazy conflicted he is, despite how right. committed he thought he was previously, like he just could not follow through. So, right. And that makes right. him a more interesting character down the line. Agreed. What was so great about that, too, is because I did immediately go start my reread right after watching the series. Like he plucked the dialogue straight from the comic and like it, there's a couple like minor changes, but like many of the sequences are straight out of the comic book. Like he just basically was like, Oh, I'll just, you know, write the dialogue from the comic book. So yep. <laughs> great. So well, it was very, that's very well done. Great. Yeah. Cool. We're done now with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what then, else yeah, you the, there, Ryan? Well, the next the next topic was um, a personal preference, like, and I I, I wanted to direct this at Matt specifically. Um, yeah. Do you have a personal preference for reading books versus comic books? Because I know you're a big comic book guy. So do you do you prefer like reading comic books, or would you, if you had to pick one? Which would it be? Would it be books or comic books? I mean, that's a difficult question. I would never want to I make know. that choice. I know. That's <laughs> um, why this is so great to but discuss. <laughs> over the last over the last five or six years, no, longer than that, probably the last decade, I've skewed far more towards the comic book end of things. Um, I get a little bit more out of it because I just I enjoy the art so much, the craft of the art, and um, but that being said, ugh, this is an impossible question. <laughs> no, see, I, 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 did, I thought if, of this because of this specific reason, because I totally agree with you. I, I think there's still 100% merit for books, you know, mm-hmm. because of the way that uh, we had talked about a couple of episodes ago where you could totally like lose yourself in the full immersion and mm-hmm. like you're your own artist, your own paintbrush and all that kind of stuff. Right. But over the last like 30 40 years like the artistry in comic books has just excelled you know so far and mm-hmm. so like uh, you know you can just there's so many great artists out there that you can follow and you can like get behind them you know and i'm sure you've read plenty of books comic books that are have great art but not so great story but you stick with them anyway because you like the art well, so that actually is more of an artifact of an older version of me because for the most part now, it is it is story first. It's writing first. Mm. I will I will buy okay. collections because I, I can marvel at the art so much. But um, so I guess I'm walking it back a little bit. 
Um, okay. When I envision a desert island scenario, like I envision having a book book. For some reason, I could I could see myself, um, you know, having the Count of Monte Cristo and rereading that um, over and over in a, in a desert island scenario. And maybe I think because because it requires more effort from me, it requires more work that it would be more satisfying long term. But, you know, like I said, comics for me, it's never an either or proposition. So. Um, I refuse to answer. Yeah, how's, how's that sound? <laughs> All right, Mark. All right, Mark. Your turn. What do you? What you? What do you? What's your take? Uh, well, if given the choice, mm-hmm. I would. I would. I would. I skew more towards books. Okay. Why do you hate uh, comic I've, books so much? I I don't hate them. Why do you hate me so much? <laughs> uh, do you really want me to answer that? Yes. Oh no! I'm shots kidding. fired. <laughs> um. I've always just been a book reader. I, I, I've tried to get into comics and I think like, I really like reading the Sandman comics. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that Netflix series. Um, yeah. That was for... incredible. The casting for Morpheus himself is in, insane. He looks like yeah. he stepped off the covers. I yeah. hope he can Neil act. Gaiman, Neil Gaiman has done a phenomenal job at casting mm-hmm. this Anyway, I don't want to get off on another tangent, yeah. but there and I, I'm really interested in reading the Lock and Key comics. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, for the most part, books have always been more my my reading of choice. Well, do you think it has more to do with the genre that's associated with comics in general? Because comics, so if you think comics, you think spandex, you know, tights and fights, right? Yeah. yeah, but what I, yeah, I what I'm it. what I'm seeing is like so that's like the the tent pole the 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 number one thing you associate with comics are those elements that's the, the iconography, but comics are way more than that, and so well, I, you've already said that like so lock and key interests you like things that are in a genre that's more palatable to you, maybe that's mm-hmm. all it takes, right? Like uh, I was interested in reading Preacher, mm-hmm. um. I guess you're right. If it's a genre, yeah, maybe if it's a genre that I like, like, um, then yeah, I could see myself probably getting into it. I mean, that's why I walk. I I read The Walking Dead. I mean, zombies interested me in that 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 time. I bet you would like The Outcast. Oh yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. I actually watched the show and really liked the show. Yeah. When it was how many how many seasons did they do that before it ended? Ooh. So yeah, did, did they did uh? Because that's uh, how long did the series go? Do you know? Uh, that, it, Matt? Two? <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I don't no, know. I think it got. Series. I think it got up oh, in the fifties. I only read the first. Okay. I think couple dozen issues, and it's not because I think I was reading it in real time, and then I just fell off of it because the month to month grind on reading comics can get irritating. I did. The, I did the same. So I think I got to like twenty. It's, it's a good story. Two twenty three. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested in it. It's I like, uh, what's his face? What uh, the walk? The writer of The Walking Dead. Kirkman, Why can't I think Robert of Kirkman? Thank you. Yeah. I like his writing, and I like Bobby uh, K. Yeah, I, I mean, I really <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah, I like his write, writing. So, <laughs> and the subject matter of Outcast interests me. Right. 
Um, I think that's what it has to be. It has to be. It have to be a comic book that. So is it? It's not that like comics are kind of feel more juvenile or less interesting. No, in no, it has nothing okay. to do with that. I was just curious because no, it's it's definitely an outlook that a lot of people have. I'm just. I like superhero movies. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if I want to read a comic that's all just superhero stuff. Although, like, I'm interested in reading Invincible. I don't know. I think reading the, enti- reading the entire series of Invincible could possibly turn you to, like, liking superhero comics. You know, and then you'd be like, oh, I want to read some Superman or I want to read some Iron Man. Yeah, I, I re- to be honest with you, I really don't know why I um, shy away from comics. I just, I don't know. I don't have an answer. <laughs> but funny. if I but if I was given a choice between the two, it, I'd pick book probably every mm-hmm. single time. Okay. All right. Um so yeah that's that's kind of the two things uh the topics that kind of i wanted to talk about so um all right so the next big topic on the agenda is there's been some blizzard news that has happened um and we haven't really just talked about blizzard much since we've come back yeah and i was thinking about that today because yeah when we started this podcast back in 2018, it was just right around that BlizzCon where they came, they announced a Mortal instead of a Diablo game, mm-hmm. and yep. like the it was basically the beginning of the of our um, issues with because shortly after that there was yeah. the whole Blizz Chung. Well, yeah, that's when basically when Jay on Brack took over, you know, and right. so so it's been announced that Diablo Four and uh, Overwatch 2, but the one that all three of us were excited about was Diablo 4 has been delayed until 2023. Mm -hmm. Um, But then around the same time that all this news was breaking, um, the co-leads, so when Jayon Brack left, um, stepped down as the president of Blizzard uh, in August, there was, um, was it Vicarious Visions, the president of that or the lead of that when the, uh, Blizzard assumed the company or Activision Blizzard assumed that company. Mm-hmm. Her name is Jen O'Neill. And then another, I can't remember what Mike Ibarra did before. Um, yeah, anyway, they, they were offered the, to co lead the Blizzard and she didn't even make it three months. And she was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm out. You know, so whatever was happening at up there at the leadership role, she just couldn't deal with anymore. At least that's reading between the lines of her statement is basically right. like, I just didn't want to be a part of this company anymore and I'm out. So, um, so it's just Not kind a- of sho- shocking that, you know, they put a woman in charge and then she's like, yeah, I'm good. Bye. Yeah. Um, it there, there's a lot of like kind of nasty blowback about that saying that mm-hmm. she was like a uh, what do you call it um, I don't speak the language of like a lot of the Nimrods that want to look at everything as like gender politics but I could see they're trying to say she's like a token appointment effectively like to placate a certain segment of the audience and oh well 
I mean, it's not that she, I mean, even if they were trying to say that she was more than qualified because she mm-hmm. was the president of her own company when she was right. They were acquired by Blizzard. So, well, there's a whole like, cynical, cynical, you know, kind of weird underbelly yeah. of the Internet where everything's right. a conspiracy and nothing can be what it seems. And the thing <laughs> sure. is, it's like it takes away. So to a lot of people that are dipshits, it undermines her credibility as a human being for some reason, because oh sexual harassment we put a woman in the place this will shut you up and that's the only way they're going to look at it they're not going to say hey they picked her in particular because she met the credentials that are necessary for that job and this this doesn't help her stepping away but i mean who can almost blame her given like Mm -hmm. the the environment right right she clearly must have seen something that she clearly didn't like yeah well it'll be i'm sure they how many NDA she must have signed before they let her leave, but it will be interesting to find out if she is allowed to say anything, you know, in the next couple of weeks, yeah. you know, or if anything will leak or, you know, I, I'm looking for uh, our boy. Um, was it Jason? Um, Trier. Um, Trier. Yeah. To come out with, you know, an inside piece. You yeah. Know, he's been a little really quiet down. lately. Nothing. He has been a little quiet. No new so. revelations. Maybe he's brewing something. Yeah, yeah, something's going to drop. <laughs> yeah, he's usually you know? stirring the pot there, so <laughs> I'm curious. Some kind of... But could you imagine being, okay, so your Vicarious Visions, you've made some pretty decent, you know, pretty pretty good, cool games, and then you suddenly get swarmed up by uh, Activision Blizzard right as all yeah. this shit goes down. And that just... meme, I, I made a huge mistake, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just another another bad blow in a it series of then, bad blows. Yeah. So and then just the delay too, you know? Because yeah, that one hurts. Uh, I care less about Overwatch, but um, yeah. But yeah, I Diablo mean, it, Four it's... hurts. But uh, to be honest with you, <laughs> I wasn't expecting Diablo Four anytime before 2023 yeah, anyway. it's, it's definitely it it uh it kind of sucks but um maybe do a little quality control and if they go back to like the blizzard of old and it's not done until it's done type thing and they're not going to rush it you know maybe maybe it'll come out pretty good yeah that uh i mean yeah keeping that optimism <laughs> i mean maybe maybe a little sliver yeah, I mean, and then you've got the 9.1.5 patch for WoW, which I think is could be viewed in some ways as a step sort of in the right direction based on yeah. perspective. Because they are like looking like they're loosening up on some of the time-gated BS that they've yeah, been so... having in there. And then they've, they're clearly trying you know, to ch- make some changes to old jokes or something like that that hasn't really aged well yeah and um since yeah since since you brought up the 9.1 patch uh i think it released yesterday oh and it, really it released, yeah oh okay yeah <laughs> i haven't I been keeping up on it i didn't realize it released. yeah i mean we haven't <laughs> played i haven't played since february um yeah so been... I, I kept up i kept up with the story just kind of through youtube videos just so i could like um keep up with the storyline but um a lot of the warcraft stuff was really it was it was time gated you could only be in one covenant if you dropped right. you like you had to have you know wait to get back in 
and you that know, conduit could, energy, man. Oh. You couldn't, yeah. The <laughs> conduit energy, like if you um, were changing some, like you got some new um, whatever it was to put in to change your traits around. Like you, you had this, the energy just fade away, and you had to like wait like a day for it to come back before you could change it again to do. Like, I mean, so that's some like mobile, really mobile level BS where like, it's like, oh, you need, oh, you, you. You suddenly, you know, you're you're playing, and then suddenly it's like, oh, you need to wait until your gems come back. Yeah, like know? wait until. Like, yeah, it, it was it was so stupid. Like it screwed over <sighs> people that wanted to play like a tank and a DPS because like if they wanted to change out some of their slots, they'd have to wait until tomorrow. Like, oh, I'm gonna tank for the raid tonight. Sorry, I can't play this character again. You know, as a DPS, and yeah, it was just so frustrating. So this patch revert fun. it reverts all that. So, or not reverts, they're making a positive change where mm -hmm. um, you're going to be allowed to switch between covenants without cooldown or restriction and then keep all your cosmetics regardless of the membership to any covenant. So, like, you know, if you've got the mount of one covenant and you go to the other covenant, you can still use the mount of the other covenant is the way that I read the patch notes. So, which is super cool because before... Like, if you were the vent there, which have a pretty cool, like, armored bear mount, and you get it, if you dropped that vent there covenant and you, you went, lost. yeah, you couldn't use the mount anymore. It was just restricted. Which, that's... It's just like, <laughs> it's just stupid because you, earn, you earned yes, it. Yes, you earned it. That's equivalent yeah. to taking away somebody's, like, uh, legendary or something yeah. like that. It's like, why? You earned so, that, so why yeah, can't so, you still use it? It only took them uh, almost a year because, I mean, Shadowlands came out in, what was it, November of last year? Mm -hmm. When did it drop? Yeah, so. And anyway, Condo Energy's going away, so you can freely change your your traits and all that kind of stuff at will. Um, this one I thought was pretty cool. Completing a Covenant campaign on one character will allow alternate characters come to skip that Covenant's campaign entirely earning the renown and third soulbind unlock immediately without needing to replay the full narrative arc. Thank you. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so what's interesting about that is I've completed all four covenant campaigns. Well, at least not, not the completion. Cause I, I fell off, but I have four characters that I could go do that. And then if I make alternate characters, I can just, when I finish it, I could probably just press a button and be like, I'm done. Yeah, you know that sounds like super easy mode, and the maw introduction is now skippable, but you must have completed it on one character. Um, Why does that take a year? That I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did it. I did it on twelve characters, so whatever. So, right. uh, you know. Yeah, but I mean, you shouldn't have had to. <laughs> I know that's a lot I, of time I, wasted. I got it down to a science, though. I get it like down to like thirty-five minutes on my rogue or something, or no, it's the druid because I could just mount up everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, but the whole so. thing is it comes down to that. The game design is deliberate, and it's it's mm -hmm. to keep you on the treadmill. And yeah, it's not and me trying to sound like referring back to the conspiratorial side of it. It's just business. Yeah. They're trying to keep the yeah. sub, and they know that there's people 100%. that are so invested yes, that they 100%. need. They're going to do that, like even if it's detrimental to their their play experience because it's such a fundamental part of their life, you know, their oh, yeah. of their hobby experience. And right. The thing is, I think that they're, the company should have some kind of ethical consideration, which is funny when you talk about a corporation because there is so much bigger issues than like wasting <laughs> a gamer's time, right? So like yeah. that's not some precious gold. But, you know, 
I feel like it's really hard to gauge because everything on the internet is so hugely inflated outrage Mm -hmm. or if people actually like something there's very little that lives in the middle for any length of time it's always in an extreme and it's hard for me to gauge obviously the devs have access to real feedback like they get to see the sub numbers they get to see like how many reports or complaints they actually get versus just loud people on twitter reddit and in their forums so yeah actual metrics of what people are playing here's the thing here's the thing with the metrics and stuff wow for so long has had millions of people Mm -hmm. right playing the game Okay. Yeah. Even even when it doesn't it doesn't do good, they still have at least we'll just say at least a million people playing. Yeah. So even if they use the metrics, mm. it's kind of skewed because even if everybody was like upset with uh, time gating and stuff like that, they're still seeing those high numbers. So where's right. the motivation to change? My hope now is with everything, with everybody, all this big jump to Final Fantasy fourteen or other MMOs, and people have been dropping off in light of this Blizzard fiasco or Shadowlands being so uh, time-gated and crap, that maybe now they will wise up and take a really hard look at these systems that they've put in place and maybe try to do something to fix it. Because you got these other games like Final Fantasy, ESO, mm-hmm. Guild Wars even, that are doing a much better job of making their games fun. Mm-hmm. And even Final Fantasy fourteen, uh, which would probably be the closest game, closest one of those three games to World of Warcraft, has way more going, has way more fun going for it insist with their systems well yeah and what in my perspective on it like if i was if i was in business over there i would want to look at it and say hey we tried to monetize the treadmill we tried to run a monetize the the um grind we want to keep people mm-hmm. chasing this carrot as long as possible it stretch out like patches because you know, the less work we have to put in it versus like the income is worth it in the short term. But the thing is, it's it's destroying goodwill with players. Mm-hmm. And I think exactly. at this point, they need to kind of roll it back. And the goodwill and positive word of mouth is more important than artificially inflating sub length. So right, and I don't I don't right. know. So and that's what I'm saying. Like, if they were more generous and gave people features that they wanted you know because they're infamous for saying like you think you want it but you don't know you don't like right try it you know what i mean and if that positive buzz i think would be beneficial to them like just to be trending the social equity which sounds really kind of weird and gross when i say it like that but is worth it because to see something trending on twitter that's positive about blizzard like look at these changes and look how people are really happy with something for once is worth more than them being obstinate and saying oh we don't we don't want people to drop off temporarily you know right and you're right and i would say that these other game other mmos we'll we'll just focus on final fantasy 14 for a second Mm -hmm. people are jumping ship to that because because of all the crap that's going on with Shadowlands or yeah or whatnot because it is more fun over there they they've I, I really feel like 
uh, Blizzard is a victim of their own success. Right. So they've they've had millions of people, and they've just basically gotten complacent or took their user base for granted that we got these millions of people playing, we could do this kind of stuff, and they'll still continue playing. Whereas these other games, like Final Fantasy XIV, has had to play catch-up. Well, there have been... You know the whole history of... If there's no competition, yeah. Final Fantasy XIV's history, right? Did you know... Well, I know. They they had to redo... From scratch. Yeah, they redid it all from scratch. They literally stopped, said, oh, we're sorry, this is garbage. We apologize. And they started from... So, like, their whole thing has been a redemption arc from the beginning. So they're very careful to like endanger that goodwill like they're they want to keep the player base happy and it's not that the player base is always right about everything they want but i think it's actively wow is just actively antagonistic to your time if not anything else like you can debate like the quality of the narrative or the gameplay even but it's like a time sink to an obnoxious degree like you don't feel good about what you get after that time because it's not enjoyable and the end result is also not enjoyable so they have to fix it somewhere right i mean i'm I'm trying to think right now if mark and i have encountered any time sinks in guild wars too because you feel like you can just kind of infinitely level through the content right like there's no rep grinds that are gated by time Um, or an equivalent like what about the skills no they're handed out to you based on so if you wanted to log in tonight and you wanted to grind Mm -hmm. 72 hours straight from tonight you know till till friday um you could fill a bar and there'd be nothing standing in your way other than like your own personal like dedication to achieving that goal Correct. Correct. Right. And that's the fault I find in. Yeah, it's detrimental to people that have like that addictive personality. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's not it's not the game company's job to dictate that. And it right. feels honestly worse that I can't jump in if I want to take a, you know, three days off or, a, you know, even a day off to focus on a grind so I can get it out of the way to enjoy stuff later on. There is yeah. no point or no. Uh, there has been no point. Now, I know I've only been playing this for a few months. There's been no point in Guild Wars 2 where I felt like I needed to catch up. Yeah. Now, every expansion of WoW, for as long as I can remember, <laughs> yeah. I get to a you point feel like falling behind. I, where, yeah, where if I don't get on, I'm falling way behind. Yeah, you feel like and if you're, you, you're going to miss was... your daily, you're going to miss something, and mm-hmm. you're just going to be like, um, I'm like... Right. You know, and they're leaving me in the dust and it doesn't feel good. No, it does not feel and good. And that's by design. Like... That's the insidious part of it is like, yeah, right. if you miss your rep for this week, you're behind a week every week until the end of the patch, you know, until and it's no longer current content. Exponentially gets more and more as you, right. you know, not all it's of the us. the whole <laughs> poor get poorer. <laughs> right. Yep. Yep. Right. Right. And I was going to say too, ESO, I don't, I never felt like I was playing catch up in that either. Right. Um, I, I just, I, I think they need to, now would be a good time to step back and look at some of these other games that people are jumping to and what they're doing and try and, they probably won't be able to do it this expansion. It'll probably have to be the next expansion. But they, well, need, to do, they need to do something to improve. Um, do, they need to get ri- find a way to get rid of time gating. But they're and, they're not going to do it unless 
unless because money talks they're not going to do it unless they have some serious competition or people leave you know they well i think they have some serious competition right now (laughs) so well we can't know that until some changes actually happen i mean like and so like we've kind of talked amongst ourselves that we don't feel like there's any reason to come back until these changes are made until the game feels different so like there's no incentive for us to actually rejoin or resub the game so we're going to play something else so as long as more people keep feeling the way the exact same way we do and they do something else then yeah then there's competition and then they have incentive to change their design yeah but the question is like legitimately we don't know we can't know other than public perception like is final fantasy 14 or even in aggregate like are multiple different mmos encroaching in an even perceptible way on their bottom line so like the 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 only evidence would come in patches like this where like like do we know guild wars for example do we know numbers for that Okay. I don't think any MMO gives uh, gives numbers anymore. Okay. Sorry no, they around. don't. But no, the 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 only way we would know if 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 uh, Warcraft is making changes is in patches like the one they released yesterday, where they are making a positive step in the right direction by making changes that people have been asking for since launch. Right. Now the only problem with that now, is the fact that it's like a false sense of change. In that they right. implemented an aggressively antagonistic policy or gameplay oh, yeah. element, and now they can't be get a, given a pat on the back for rolling back something that was bad to start with because it's not actually implementing something good. It's just taking out a, a further bad system. You know, you're right? absolutely right. right. So it, it's and were they actually listening to players or like, or was this something they were going to do anyway a year into the expansion? And this is why I'm saying. I'm probably going to wait and see what they do for the next expansion, because if the next expansion is like this, then they totally didn't listen to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And they don't give, and and then they don't give a rat's ass. Well, Clearly. the thing is, the thing that's funny to me is like, <clears throat> it's hard to pinpoint as a fan of this game. Like, what is it? What's the secret sauce that makes me really like it when I do like it, as opposed to what is a legion versus a battle for Azeroth? Like what was the, the, the supreme distinction between those things? Because I was totally invested. Like I did all the grinds. I got everything I could do minus like those artifact appearances um, at the wizard. I tower. mean, for legion, I think it was the, the artifact weapon. It was something new. It was, it, you didn't have to get different weapons and it was something that you were like leveling up. It was a, a thing of power in that's it. That's almost like lightning in the bottle. Cause I don't know if they're ever going to be able to do that again. Like mm-hmm. they could come out with a new expansion and be like, Hey, here's artifact weapons 2. I tried that with the, uh, the whole amulet. And well, that, but it's such a boring a concept. Yeah. That's like, not the, a the least like, interesting it, piece of loot. Well, that, I mean, that's true. They, Cause everybody had a different, you had to quest. It was so exciting because you had an art, you, you had a, your own personal, you felt like a hero to go uncover your artifact weapon. Yeah. So, and that, that's what was so innovative about what they did is they made you feel like, you know, it was personal. And so I think that's, that's what was, they it's nailed done. it with it's that. Personal. And for me, I like the fact that you they actually had some of those, uh, those artifact weapons in, older content so there was a yeah. reason to go back mm-hmm. and yeah. um it was just kind of a cool nostalgic thing right uh, and, and, and comparatively a, a magical amulet is dog shit 
Like it's like yeah. here, you, never you could have a unique. You, you could have a, see it what, on your character. What, what's possibly worse than that on the loot chart? Like bracers, like bracers that are literally <laughs> hidden under anything. Like rings, toe toe rings. You know? <laughs> so yeah, that was a fundamental fault. Like just failure. It's not compelling. So yeah, like, and and so even after you were to get the the artifact weapon, you got to just like you got your artifact power by just like playing the game and doing anything would give you artifact power and so like you didn't have to go like search for like the way they did it in battle for azeroth which is so boring because you actually had to go find things i mean you did it similarly but it was it just yeah it wasn't because when you got the artifact power for the necklace it was like oh i leveled up the necklace cool but Mm -hmm. like when you leveled up the weapon it was like it felt better right let's just go back to where there where a new expansion comes out and there isn't a new system like pandera miss of pandera was great there was no new systems it was just new zones and new quests new content extended narrative yeah you you what was it? Uh, um, Warlords of Draenor. Mm-hmm. They that's when they introduced um, the uh, tables, garrisons. Yeah, and <laughs> that didn't work. Well, I, the only thing they had in Pandaria was the reforging. You know, where you could take the items and like move some traits around a little bit. Oh, but that's right. But that was great, though. I mean, yeah. that was okay. <laughs> I mean, I wish they would go back to that. Yeah, I think that was a good. I think that was a good system. It was, but it wasn't like this huge system. This huge, they they weren't selling Pandera on yeah. the Reforge system. I agree like they with you. were with garrisons, yeah. and then the artifact weapon, and then um, uh, the amulet, and then this one covenants. It's like, no, we just want to play new content. Yeah, and and, of the things to keep, it's like, um, what are they? What are they called? The little war tables that you send out. Um, it's oh, like that mini game um, where you send out. I almost never do like it, right? Ch- champions no, or I, champion I mean, tables or something. I did it in uh, Warlords of Draenor because it was way more. You had you almost had to do it to to build know, up and your it, That's like a mobile game mechanic. They're all time gated. You get random rolls on like the rarity of the follower I mean, that it, you get. That literally was time gated because you actually saw how long it was going to take. Yeah, it was going to take hours or days. Eight and hours. It was just, 24 hours and that's that's super fun you know like oh yeah it's like somebody comes home and they like, hand you a present and like ah, ah, ah you can't open it for 13 and a half hours uh, okay that's arbitrary my least favorite video game mechanic is a timer yeah if you time me in a game f you i don't want to <laughs> yeah. play your game <laughs> i'm uh yeah that's why i was so happy or nervous and then soon to be happy when I found out that there was no time limit for completing Deathloop uh, levels. Mm-hmm. That was why I asked you, Matt. Yeah. If the very first thing out of my mouth was, mouth was, was is there a timer? No, and I'm, I feel the exact same way. Like, I wouldn't have liked the game. It would have broken it for me because mm-hmm. yeah. I, I want to just, I want to be able to, for lack of a better term, just relax and enjoy a thing. And I can't, there are games that you explicitly like do things in a time limit and it doesn't necessarily ruin it. Like say a super Mario brothers level, there is like a countdown timer, but it's fairly generous. That's an exception to what I'm talking about. But other than that, yeah, I don't want to feel frantic 
when I'm doing a thing. Or the, the wow thing is the opposite. Like, I have the time, and you're telling me I just can't play. Right. right. Exactly. See, <laughs> and I'm my paying favorite part of- a sub to, that should allow me access to play. Exactly. My favorite part about my favorite part about WoW is the leveling, the exploring, mm-hmm. um, and you know, getting loot. Yeah. You, if you're telling me I can't play because I've like maxed out my exploration for the day or my or loot quests, for the day, yeah, you loot you've for the done, day. You've done that dungeon once. You can't get loot again. So I. That's why I think I'm really enjoying Guild Wars right now because everything I do in that game, there it's not telling me I can't do it. Right. You yeah. know, I'm not. There's never. I'm never hitting a wall. Uh, I, that's why I was like, I can't think of anything that we've ever tried that has said wait. You now know, I may like, have to. Well, it. there are masteries that you have to get to advance story. Yeah, so but that's have, but that's awesome. But that's but my example. Time. I talked. I exactly. talked about how you, you could, could go back and you can go and grind that out real quick, mm-hmm. and then yeah. you keep going. It's not like you ha- you're suddenly hit a you can't. You it, yeah, it's not like you hit a break where you five have to days before you get that master log in tomorrow. You know, or mm-hmm. yeah, wait. Yeah, or so you gotta wait till another patch or, comes out to because <laughs> yeah, like the stupid in, it's stupid thing in Warcraft where you had to like wait for the quest to like time out twelve hours and you had to log in tomorrow, so you mm-hmm. couldn't even complete the quest till the next day. Yeah, getting so feisty and upset because I really <laughs> like WoW mm-hmm. and I yeah. really want to play it. I want to play it more so than ESO, and I want to play it more than Guild Wars, yeah. but I can't because they're it, they've made doesn't it doesn't respect our time. Yep. No. That's the bottom line. No. Despite all the ranting, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, that was it's awesome. passionate anger. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, you're only angry about it because you care about it. And the thing is, I don't think yeah. it's, I don't think it's a. There's a difference between being constructively angry about something versus just like um, tearing it down. You're not saying right. the whole thing is garbage and that there's no value to the thing in general. It's just no. an aggregate. You're not happy with the total experience right now, and you want things tweaked. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why. I'm, that's why I'm still watching story videos on YouTube so I can keep up. You right. know, yeah. I don't want to be left behind. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm listening to all the news about World of Warcraft that I, or Blizzard in general because I care mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> it's been Aww. a big part of my life for so long. I can't just get rid of it. Um, but yeah, so Mark and I, Mark was a day one. I got my collector's edition a week later because it, um, I think didn't my brother, didn't he have to buy it at like GameStop and ship it to me or something in yeah, Montana something when I was like stationed that, yeah. out there? It was some weird thing. So they got a week head start and they're already like level 20 running around. And I was just like, I had to play catch up. That sucked. <laughs> Yeah, but you've been ahead ever since, like literally yeah, every expansion yeah, absolutely. since. Absolutely, you're usually like ten alts in by the time we get leveled. Yeah, that that fir- very first twenty levels way back in two thousand five. That was the was last it, time you man. were behind. That was the last time I was ahead. <laughs> Eat my rubber. Oh, uh, World of Warcraft. Blizzard. Yeah. God. Just yeah. Get I mean, your shit together, some, man. Gotta please, make some changes, man. Please yeah. get it together. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. let us like you. Let us play you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I will say that nine point one point five does seem like a step in the a little bit of a step in the right yeah. direction. 
Mm-hmm. I hope they can keep it going. Like I said, I don't think it's going to be this expansion. I no. think next expansion is going to be the litmus test for me um, to see if it's something I can come back to. Mm-hmm. It just they need to they just need to focus on on exploration and questing and stop trying to focus on these stupid systems. Let go of the reins yeah. a little bit, Blizzard. Like let us yes. let us have. You know, spend time our time the way we choose to go to. away mm-hmm. along with the crazy amount of rng yes one thing that i wish they would add that they haven't in uh 17 years now i guess <laughs> um is the um that guild wars has i think it's in the beginning is the shared bank mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know let me have one bank for all of my all characters, my characters. Yeah. yeah, instead of me having to create a bank alt where I send everything to, and then, like, mm-hmm. you know, because it's basically a central repository, you know, for right. all my shit. So, like, right. I have to basically forcibly do that on my own instead of... And even if we you know, have to buy an extra 10 bank slots <laughs> per character, so right. I, I, think, I would be willing to do that if it was all a shared bank. Mm-hmm. You know, do you know how much money... Blizzard would make if they adopted a similar gem store to Guild Wars 2. I think they would have enough to like cuz think about everybody that like buys gems if they would if they could buy like a shared bank slot or if they d- use the same systems that Guild Wars 2 has in WoW. Mm-hmm. It would be a tough sell I think for them to go to that right and right now. If they were to create a new MMO, I could see them going to something like that. But if they tried to, to go to that, I think that would be too much of a. That would be too much. It feels bad with a fifteen dollar a month sub. See, if, yeah, yeah. If they if they took off the subscription and they were like, "Hey, we're adding now, if this," they did that, or if they had tiers, yeah. if they had tiers where you could do free to play and buy perks, you know, certain levels of things that mattered to you, or you got that rolled in if you paid the sub, right? So if they did the shared bank for all characters for paying players, but non-playing pay, non-paying players would have to pay extra for that. That yeah. I think is the only way yeah. they could get away with it. Maybe, yeah, maybe. I, I just because most of the stuff that we've encountered in Guild Wars Two that you buy with gems from the store is just convenience. Mm-hmm. So like you're buying convenience, you know, for your characters and all all your accounts. Right. You know, or, or for your account for all your characters, right? So and so, if you have the means to do that, you know, like I, I think that should be available to you, right? So, right. Uh, Mark and I, uh, we bought our first outfits the other day. Oh yeah. So are you matching? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we're not. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, no. but yeah. Uh, so there's a the wardrobe feature you can trans mute uh specific individual items or you can go to the outfit tab and change your entire outfit at once and so that's it's like a separate feature right yeah so but um yeah my thief looks like kind of a shadowy i don't know think i would i still think it would be better if you could if you could uh i don't know grind those out because they they're basically like um what sets were like in WoW when they had sets? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, it, I'm I'm with you there. the The only way you would be able to do that is to make gold and then buy the gems 
you know, and then yeah. like so you wouldn't have to pay real money. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think we can move on. <laughs> sure. Yeah. the The only other Guild Wars two thing I had is that Mark and I have unanimously agreed that the entire Heart of Thorns expansion is crap. <laughs> no redeeming value, huh? Okay. I mean, story, the, the story is good. Asterisk. <laughs> the story asterisk. is good. There are some <laughs> events that you do in it that are fun, that are good. It's the, um, it's the design, the 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 zone design, the zone um, design, and the the enemy design because yeah. one of the masteries for like reducing your poison. Uh, or increasing your poison resistance is buried really far. It would take you a lot of work inside the zones, doing the events, doing everything to build up that mastery, get the mastery points to reduce your, um, or to increase your resistance to all the poison. Cause it's just like anytime you get caught in, cause there's these little red circles that get put on the ground and they get overlapped. So you could be standing there and there's these little like vines that come out of the ground. They put the red circles and they'll like overlap like four or five of them. And all of a sudden, like three quarters of your health goes away in an instant because it just yeah. like all stacks the, the poison dot on top of you. Right. And so there's like no way to get out of it. And so it's, it's really frustrating to like try to like be fighting something. And then just, you know, those just like, in half a second, all get stacked on top of each other, right on top of you. You try to roll out of it, but then you're you're get the poison dot on you, and then you end up like succumbing to like a bunch of things and get overwhelmed. Yeah. So that I, I, you know, I get on my mount and I just run to yeah. where I need to go instead of fighting things along the way. If I didn't have that mount, oh man, I don't know. Yeah. So the zone <laughs> it, it gives you the glider, and then. Most the the first zone where you come in, it's like a bunch of uh, like chasms. Like it's basically it's all disconnected. So you're supposed to like you get the glider and then you're you know there's a pathway that's really long, like a snake all the way around. But you can kind of shortcut in between them and then catch these updrafts that'll lift your glider. But your glider has a timer bar that slowly like goes down. And if you don't catch the updraft, you fall to your death. But you have to have grinded out the mastery to learn to use those updrafts. That's true. So <laughs> if you don't do that, so like, I mean, and obviously eventually the... you do get a mastery that removes that bar. So yeah, you can so apply it as more, long as you want. But I mean, the it's... more the more mastery, the more you time you spend in here, the more experience you get, the easier it will be. Yeah. It is just like. Coming just, in as new players with very little masteries, it was, it it, it was like hitting it, a difficulty wall. Yeah, you... and it like talking to in the map uh, chat, which is like a general chat. Um, it seems to be pretty unanimous, unanimous that uh, everybody dislikes this, even like older players. They're like, yeah, I only come here for such and such event or to work on this mastery like once a day. You know, it is the hardest content that ArenaNet has produced. You know, the Path of Fire is, you know, more on par with the core content, which is the basic leveling content, like 1 to 80. Yeah. But having completed the Heart of Thorns story, 
I've moved on to the next bit of story, which is called The Living World Season 3. It's the story that's in between Heart of Thorns expansion and the Path of Fire expansion. Um, but it's still kind of in the Heart of Thorn area. So at first I was like, uh, I'm still here. <laughs> um, no! <laughs> uh, and, but the chapter two, and I'm only up to chapter three now, has been much better. It doesn't feel, it feels better. It doesn't feel so oppressive. It doesn't feel so oppressive. So yeah, I'm, I think I'm through it, through the big part of it. But I think part of me wants to go back and grind out some of those masteries for my alts because all your masteries are shared amongst all your characters. So if I can get those masteries and have them for an alt, it, they'll, that wall will no longer be yeah, there. You do another character like the first time you go in, it'll be a lot easier for them. Right. So, but anyway, enough about Guild Wars. We've talked a lot about Guild Wars. Over in MMOs episodes. in general tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one thing I would like to bring up um, mm -hmm. real quick. Um, so I played some more Phasmophobia over the weekend, and I wanted to at least touch on that a little bit. Yeah. Because um, they just came out with their Nightmare update, which is a pretty significant, probably their most significant update that they've put out since release. How so? Okay. Um, so they've added a new difficulty. There's now Nightmare. Um, so go that you've got amateur, you've got intermediate, you've got uh professional, and now you've got nightmare. Um, they added a new map, which is their first map that they've added uh since the prison. Um, and, and isn't this one like not so much uh unreal asset or like, existing assets, like they actually custom made these things? Correct, they, okay. This is um, the game's made with the Unity engine. Um, but, uh, my understanding is that, that this new map, which is a campsite, um, so it's outdoors, all outdoors. Um, there, is, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty big. So there's a bunch of tents out there. Um, and then there's actually a cabin and then there's a pier that uh, right next to a lake. Um, but, um, it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right <laughs> uh they've added some new goat two more new ghosts um and a bunch of new uh note uh, i'm gonna pull up the patch notes i'm not gonna read all of these because it's pretty ex an extensive list of patch notes mm -hmm. but um yeah they added the maple lodge campsite so there's an actual like yes there's a campsite and it's all outdoors but there's also a lodge that you can go into um that's two floors and there's, so, I mean, the ghost can pretty much haunt anywhere. Uh, when John and I were playing it over the weekend, uh, we got lucky. Is right as you exit the truck and go in, open the door or the gate into the campsite, there's a tent right off to your left. As soon as we walked in there, we saw the tent flap open up on its own. So we're like, oh, that's where it's haunting. So we walked <laughs> wow. over, over there. It was the very first tent. <laughs> Right there. Well, that's lucky. <laughs> but um, we just because we were doing it on amateur because we uh, wanted to to see all the uh, changes and stuff like that without running the risk of being murdered right off the bat. Um, so we went around and explored the whole 
the whole map, and it's pretty cool. The, if you walk out on the pier and go to the end of the pier and shine your flashlight down into the water, mm-hmm. you see a Jason mask float up <laughs> in the water. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so there's some Easter eggs that they've added in there. Apparently, there's a Slender Man hiding out in amongst the trees. <laughs> All right, I'm out. <laughs> um, so yeah, they, they, that's the that's the the big new map. Um, then they did a, a bunch of difficulty reworkings. So like they reworked a lot of the uh, they reworked uh, amateur. They they reworked all the all the difficulties. Um, like for amateur, you've got a longer setup time. Intermediate, uh, you know, the fuse box starts off, um, and then on professional. Um, one thing that that they that they did is I don't know if you recall me talking to you about there. It's like places where you can hide. Mm-hmm. So there's closets and lockers. He, they've now changed, uh, made a change to that, where each difficulty. Like amateur, you're going to have access to all the hiding spots. Mm-hmm. But as you go up in difficulty, some of the hiding spots become uh, closed off. Okay. So your limit by the time you get to like nightmare or you don't have any more hiding spots, you have to hide behind furniture. Like you, the closets are too full to get in. So like we noticed that like on some of the closets, even on intermediate, uh, you couldn't get access to them because when you open the door, there's ju- it's just full of shit. <laughs> So let me ask you this: With the hi- the way the hiding mechanic works, like, can you mm-hmm. be discovered while you're hiding? Can you be pulled out of a hiding spot if you have access yes. to it? It can throw open the doors. Okay. And you and then you it's your job. It, like you have like a brief moment of time to cl- quickly close the door right. before it would get you. But yes, it can come by and it either will throw one door open or both doors open, and then you have to grab both doors and close okay. them back real quick. Interesting. Um, now. They've made some changes to the way you can hide around furniture. So when you duck down, I guess your character's uh, detection or collision detection mm-hmm. shrinks down. So they made it a little bit easier for hiding behind objects. Good. Um, <laughs> for both VR and for um, non-VR. Um, but the nightmare Good. difficulty is a brand new difficulty that's been added. Um you got th- you have to get three pieces of evidence to recognize a ghost in nightmare difficulty you will not get a third at all you only get two pieces of evidence so yes. so you kind of have to guess now they've made some changes to the ghosts um where there's some some telltale signs i guess that you can recognize each one does something different or behaves differently mm-hmm. that can kind of get clue you into what maybe is that third piece of evidence. Um, also you have, uh, no, no setup time. You have a very short hunt grace period. So when the hunt starts you before you had maybe several seconds to get away before it would actually start coming after you. Now with nightmare mode, you have uh, a very, very short <laughs> grace period. <laughs> um, also, he, they've made a change to the sanity pills. So if your sanity gets too low, you, you before you could take sanity and go, have it go back up like maybe 25 to 35 points. Uh, he's, they've made each um, difficulty 
have a different amount of sanity that gets given back to you when you take pills. And with nightmare mode, you get the lease. Hmm. Um, so finally also, justification for overloading on pills that I've been looking for. Exactly. Um, now also <laughs> with nightmare difficulty, your paranormal, your, your equipment that you use to monitor the ghost will now have paranormal interference or even may even damage some of your equipment. So, wow. Uh, yeah, I don't think that um, would be for me, but I'm sure that there's people that need that challenge or would like it. We haven't we haven't tried Nightmare yet, so that's that's the thing because he's we were we reworked all the difficulties. We wanted to start back at amateur and just kind of like get a feel for the different changes, work our way back up to the to these difficulties because every there's been some significant changes. But uh, he's now they've now added random weather effects to all the maps. So there was one map where <laughs> one of the houses where it was completely foggy. You walk out oh, of wow. the truck and it's like it's hard to see, but the fog is in the house as well. So what? Um, <laughs> yeah. So apparently, the, this is I don't know if it's like paranormal fog or something, but. They they were saying that it you know it's supposed to come in through the chimneys and stuff like that. So like the building like the prison, if there's fog outside, there won't be fog inside because it's more locked down. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but apparently, uh, you can have rain, uh, light rain, heavy rain, and snow even. So, um, let's see. Uh, like I said, the, oh they've added. F I'm I'm sorry. They added four new ghosts. So um, there, one of them that I wanted to touch on is called the Twins. It's actually two ghosts that will be haunting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and apparently each one reacts differently. Um, uh, then there's like a whole... Are they, one... like, are they like twin little girl ghosts? I don't know. I haven't, so actually, I haven't actually experienced them yet. Um the few games that we did play over the weekend, we didn't get any of the new ghosts, any of the four new ghosts. Um, so, and I don't know. Some people have been saying that since this patch and the previous patch, that the ghosts don't really re show themselves as much anymore. And I would kind of agree with that because I haven't. It's been a while since I've actually seen a ghost long enough for me to take a picture of it, much less get away from it. So interesting. Uh, but um, they've they've added a whole bunch of changes to to different things. Uh, lighters now, uh, if you throw lighters down on the ground or candles down on the ground, they get blown the the light they get blown out, so they react more realistically. Um, and then there's a whole bunch of bug fixes. But it was like it's been a it's a it's almost like a brand new game now. Um, and I'm really. Uh, I'm really impressed with how quickly they've been able. Since he's gotten these three people over the over the summer, it seems like uh, the content is coming out again uh, pretty quickly, and it's pretty significant content. Content, yeah. So or in fixes. So um, I'm pretty pretty stoked to give it some more try this weekend. Um, but uh, anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because it is a pretty big 
pretty big patch and honestly that's the only other thing i've played <laughs> <laughs> yeah i haven't played anything like i played well i played a little death loop and i played um i kind of maxed out the pvp there's a leveling like you can get up to basically you level up to 50 and then you get an infinity symbol you keep getting experience but you don't actually get higher numbers and you mm. unlock different skins for your characters and i think i've got all of them so i'm basically done with that game and then a sleeper that i never really talk about is sniper elite which sounds like the most generic game but um this sniper it has like the, the zoom in cam when you snipe somebody oh yeah it's just like the mortal Kombat fatality thing yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah you'll shoot them in the dick and it shows it just flying off their body it doesn't actually show that but like you get what i'm saying um <clears throat> i actually really? oh well i'm not buying it now <laughs> <laughs> it's just all dick shots all the time that's the only way i play only dick mode but um honestly though it's super fun um it it speaks to my patience level you know i like to stalk and i love to like there's core targets that you're supposed to take out but i just kill everybody in the map so i'll spend an hour and a half clearing out the map from a distance which is just incredible um so the campaign's really good it's basically an open world sniper game so you can approach however you want um as long as you want to shoot people with bullets <laughs> so um but outside of that there is a dlc mission where you literally can kill hitler one of like a hundred different ways like in this facility and that's really cool to be honest like you can shoot his dick off it, yes that's a special goal no um but you can uh, just for example like you can shoot a yo a u-boat's like clamps or whatever and it will fall and crush him in this factory like there's a bunch of different things you can do like that colorful okay. ways to kill hitler which is very cathartic because the whole game you're kind of like just killing uh faceless or nameless nazis and uh but no really fun game so if I think it would be worth it if it's on Game Pass or something just to fire it up and take a look. It really is. Yeah. Um, so my question is, so is every single shot you make one of these like quick time, like zoom in? You can choose the CSI. frequency. You can choose, oh, choose okay. the frequency. And the thing is, the shooting physics go from pure arcade to like point and shoot and it's going to always go where you want it to go. Or you can remove almost all the HUD elements and there's actually wind and gravity or drop to account for so you can you can make it as hard or as easy as you want based on your tastes and like oh. i said go ahead where are you at oh i'm on whatever the i think it's like the second difficulty it, there's a little thing it gives you a little marker so i'm playing on easy mode it's not easy mode but it's like the second or third from the, the from easy mode okay um, I'm getting ready to get to the point where I'm going to try it without the assist to see if I can do these shots accounting for like the drop and stuff, but that's for okay. another time. But anyway, yeah, that's the only thing I've played other than Deathloop. Okay. 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 I've been playing a little bit more of that, um, that dark pictures. I played a little bit more of it. Not enough yet to, um, Form talk about opinion. it. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Ryan? But I mean, so so far, I'm. It's pretty gripping. So grip this. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I played uh, the. I think the first two tutorial missions of Deathloop, and so now I'm like, I've opened it up. Um, I didn't get a chance to dive back into it yet, but um, I think I am like you, Matt, mm -hmm. and I didn't even realize it where. Um, I spent an, an ordinate amount of time in the tutorial level, like, 
I mean, I'm sure you remember I sent you a bunch of pictures, like asking you questions and stuff, learning. Mm-hmm. But um, I spent way more time even after that, like after I sent you the pictures, just like you know, running around. <laughs> so, right. There's a lot, um, to, a lot to find. Oh yeah, and uh, I, I I looked at everything. I couldn't decide. Like I'm so indecisive about like weapon choices and everything. So like. That'll go, if you I give it a chance, it. that'll go away. <laughs> It'll feel like there's too yeah. much choice, and then you'll realize that it, it's not as complex as it seems at first glance. Yeah. So, well, I also do, you know, um, wanted to be more stealthy, and so I wasn't really trying the guns that much. I was doing the machete. So here's all a, the time. here's a little thing that you can look for um, as you start to level up. I don't know how quickly you can grab one specifically. But there is um, a silenced pistol, so you yeah. can pick off um, Eternalists without alerting anybody else with a, a gun. Yeah. No, I, there was a part during the tutorial mission where like, uh, it was a forced reset, mm. and it told me to go one way, but I was like, I can't go that way because the machete is over here and I need to go get the machete. So I forcibly like went all the way out of my way to go get the machete right. and then come back and went the way that it told me to go. So I could keep the machete. Nice. So, so are you, inf- and that was just, that are was you just infusing the things yet? Have so, they, have they introduced the infusion mechanic? They, I think so, but I haven't, um, found any i think that's been introduced but like i think in the next in the like i guess level one or the where i'm at now they might might be more because okay. remember i sent you the picture where you told me that it was like the uh rainbow glowy thing yeah and residual it's, I, it's I, the I currency that glowy yeah, stuff I, is I, you absorb it and i couldn't i couldn't do anything with it yet so maybe i haven't activated that part yet where not. i could you have not yeah and so. you won't until you activate the invasions until juliana starts popping up and hunting you so aka me. yeah okay so um <laughs> i'm gonna stick i'm gonna keep that in offline mode for a while so um but no when i get to that where i can't because i remember i i did text you the picture where i was like i don't think this is active yet um and um your cat is going so, <laughs> <laughs> um but when i can i definitely want to at least try a level so you can just like give me a tour you know and show me around mm-hmm. and then you know put a bullet in my skull yeah well the funny thing about that is um i don't know if they're gonna patch it out but me as an invader i could go in and cap your targets for you Oh, and okay. so I could, I could, because I haven't seen a way I've killed people around the level and they don't even react to me. So it's like, I'm a ghost. Like sometimes they'll acknowledge me as a character. Like they'll go like, Hey, but most of the time they act like I'm not there. I think it's because they don't want NPCs giving away my location. If I'm just like crouched in a corner, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but so I, you could totally, we could cheese the game. I and, believe so. Like, I think that I could go in and help you. <laughs> kill it like it's counter to my purposes but i could help you kill yeah. the bosses <laughs> because that's, i could literally walk up to them out your purposes so you could go in and what, what well yeah, that's the thing like it, it's almost interesting to me that they would allow me to do that but i'm pretty sure i can you know you would think that that you wouldn't get credit for it but we would right. just have to try it to see yeah be because i can absolutely kill anybody on a map so hmm. 
<laughs> anyway, food for thought. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's uh, um, I haven't tried anything else. Um, there's a couple other shows, but we can get to it next time. Yeah, it's getting so. kind of late. Yeah. Um, so one thing we forgot to do, or I forgot to do the last few times, um, I think really the most relevant thing is it's our email. It's mostly wrong show at gmail.com. I wanted to put that out there. It's obviously linked to our show notes, but um, I always forget to do it. So anyways, do you guys have anything you want to touch on before we get out of here? Because Mark, no, you're technically the host. I'm seeing the Eternals on Friday. All right. I'm curious to see what your take is on it. It just doesn't look that great to me. Well, it's not getting very good reviews, but I'm yeah. So it's kind of helping me lower my expectations. So I'm just going to go in and watch it. I heard yeah, there's some I'll interesting week, after credit stuff Friday. a week from Friday. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil it just yet. Um like it never did look really great and the reviews just kind of reinforced things that I was already thinking without having seen it. So I'll get to it when I get to it. Yeah. Well, maybe next week I'll have an opinion. <laughs> maybe you will. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll mostly be wrong. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> All right. So you're going to get us out of here, Mark? Oh. Well, um, in addition to our email, which I'll say again, just to reiterate, mm -hmm. uh, mostly wrong show at gmail.com. You can find our show's homepage at uh, mostly wrong.fireside.fm. Um, our Reddit page is at mostly wrong.reddit.com. And you can follow us on Twitter, Twitter? Twiddle. at most, Twiddle. mostly wrong show. <laughs> yeah. uh, while we're mostly wrong, Keep trying to get it right. Nice. Bye. Bye, friend. See ya. Don't you get close
gonna leave you all sad.